I'm Evan Knappen, and welcome to Gun Lawyer. Hey, on today I want to talk to you about strategies for dealing with the coming storm, particularly those that live in states like New Jersey. New Jersey's coming storm is a wave of anti-gun laws that I know you know from the past couple shows we've got into detail about these laws, these proposals, and uh, we may make it out here in this lame duck session without things getting passed, but it's going to happen in 2022, and we're going to fight hard. We're going to try to stop it, but we have to be realistic. We have anti-gun, you know, gun prohibitionists are in political power across the board, and they hate us. You got to accept this. They hate gun owners. They hate what we stand for. They hate what we're about. They hate guns, and they have an agenda and a narrative, and they push it, and we see this in these laws, and you as individuals, particularly if you live in a state like New Jersey, you've got to think ahead. You've got to try to preempt and prepare for dealing with living in that environment. If you're choosing to remain in New Jersey, then you need strategies so that you can uh, better deal with that. Because if you don't, you're going to end up, in the best case, just losing your guns and your gun rights. And in a worst case, which is even more likely than ever, end up imprisoned in state prison for minimum mandatory terms of imprisonment and held prior to that in the jail until your matter gets resolved by way of a trial or some other legal means. And this is not exaggeration. This is not hyperbole. This is for real. And that's where this is going. And if you don't wake up and see that, you may be very sorry that you didn't. So I want to try to help folks along here with thinking about strategies and ways of dealing with what is coming our way. Now, keep in mind, there already is a god-awful gun law system in Jersey that turns law-abiding citizens into criminals. It creates victims of gun laws left and right. Remember, every gun law in Jersey is a felony-level offense. Even possession of a slingshot in New Jersey is a felony. And why is that? Because it's part of the design to make you a felon so that if you're made a felon, you are then disenfranchised of your gun rights for the entire country because you're now a convicted felon and under federal law, you're barred from guns, period. And it doesn't matter if your conviction was for slingshot possession in New Jersey, you're going to have the same consequence. So adding into this mess in Jersey are the worst and most atrocious gun prohibitionist laws you can imagine coming, and they're going to, in all likelihood, 
pass in some version or another because we really don't have blocking forces politically in Jersey to stop it. So we're probably going to see a version of that so-called safe storage bill, which mandates that firearms and ammunition be in separate lock containers and that every round, every bullet component, every primer, shell casing, everything be in a separate locked container. And if you don't have that, then you're looking at being charged with violating that law. You're looking at firearm ID cards expiring after four years so that two million plus or so firearm ID card holders are going to have to renew or otherwise be unlicensed. You're looking at mandatory registration of firearms beginning with hammering non-residents coming in and requiring non-residents to have firearms ID card where they want to purchase a long arm or transport it or not. You're looking at 50 cal ban, which we have discussed in detail, that is going to ban all kinds of guns in the same way that the assault firearm ban banned so-called assault firearms. We're seeing this horrible bail reform law that puts gun possession offenses in the same category as murder so that you're going to be held. You combine all this with existing gun laws in Jersey that are so terrible, the assault firearm law that's an absolute convoluted mess that makes no sense, that defies logic, that has nothing to do with crime or danger or safety or anything. It's just arbitrary determination of this gun being a bad gun and this gun being a good gun with no rhyme, reason, or basis in common sense whatsoever. It doesn't matter. And if it shakes out that your gun falls to the other side of that line, you're looking at mandatory state prison, three and a half years, being held without bail, pending the trial, all because you thought your Jersey legal gun wasn't legal, even though it's legal just about everywhere else in the United States. Talking about magazine capacity limitations, any mag over 10 rounds, felony level offense, you have a factory mag to the gun you bought that it was registered with a pistol purchase permit, but it had an 11-round factory mag. You're looking at felony. There's no grandfathering of magazines. You're in trouble. You got a problem, et cetera, et cetera, on Jersey's unbelievably bad gun laws that just harm, incredible harm to law-abiding citizens. And I don't want to see... Any of my listeners harmed by these horrible laws. I spent my whole life, my whole career defending what I call law-abiding criminals because of New Jersey. And then you combine all of this with intense confiscation schemes, unlimited confiscation schemes, red flag confiscations. Right now, the uh, prosecutor's office in Atlantic County just put out a, a video on how to file red flags, you know, a how-to, real easy how-to, so everyone can file red flags on everyone, right? Make it happen. Grab those guns. Get them. No due process up front. None. You don't even know what's happening. The person makes a claim, files a complaint. Next thing you know, 
you're there dealing with law enforcement at your home, taking your guns, mandatory seizures, search of your home, privacy invaded, all licenses instantly revoked automatically, and you're left there with your property seized with a receipt in your hand because the only thing that's required to be given to you and then you're required within 48 hours to file that receipt with the prosecutor's office so you can finally have some due process and get a hearing on the red flag confiscation and that's just red flag and if in that confiscation a slingshot is found or a magazine that holds over 10 rounds or a dreaded intrinsically evil a so-called assault firearm is found where they just want to put you to your proofs because exemptions are something you have to prove and even though you're legal to have it in your home it's still an exemption a defense so you have to prove it so you may have to go to court and prove that your home is your home and while you're in the middle of trying to prove that they're going to hold you in jail because it's a graves act offense for unlawful possession of that handgun or unlawful possession of that rifle or shotgun that they claim is a problem for you. And it doesn't just end with red flag confiscation because we also have health care confiscation where it's called duty to warn where all these medical folks, including therapists, are required to report you if you make any type of hyperbolic statement whatsoever or they think in any way that you're a danger. And along comes the government to take your guns. And not only your guns, but they take you. They take you for evaluation. And even though you're fine and you're found to be fine, you still have to deal with the hearing on trying to get your guns and your gun rights back. And again, if anything problematic was found during that episode, you're facing now escalation to criminal charges of which all are felonies and you're facing mandatory time and most likely being held without bail and dealing with mandatory prison sentences. And it doesn't end there because there's also domestic violence seizures. Any claim of domestic violence, guns are seized and taken. And let me just say, folks, you may say through everything here that I'm saying, and look, they confiscate just because they do it under, quote, safekeeping. They pull it out of their ass and say, we're going to take your guns because we can and we will. And they do it without even statutory authorization. And you may say to yourself, well, I am a good person. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I don't do anything wrong. There's no reason anyone's ever going to take my guns. Well, it doesn't have to be you. Because if one person in your household gets a DV or a red flag, or a healthcare confiscation, or a pull it out of your ass confiscation. And it had nothing to do with you other than that person living with you. Guess whose guns are getting taken as well? That's right. Yours. Innocent third party. I get tons of those cases. Innocent third party. And if your guns are taken because of some other issue with some other person, it doesn't matter because if found in those guns and accessories, etc., that are seized, is anything that New Jersey has arbitrarily decided is somehow a problem and should be prohibited and is intrinsically evil and bad and part of the narrative and agenda that they're seeking, guess what? You're getting criminally charged as well, even though you didn't bring any of this on. 
Folks, this is the picture in New Jersey. It's not exaggeration. My entire practice deals with this every day. And it's going to get worse. It's going to get so bad if and when what is now being proposed is going to take it to a whole other level of absurdity, a whole other level of incredible danger for you as a gun owner. And you're not going to hear this in the lamestream media. You're not going to see it in the uh, control gun prohib controlled media. You're not going to see it or hear it. I'm not going to tell you about it. You're only going to learn about it too late when it's happened to you. And you're saying, how come nobody told me? But that's why you're listening to Gun Lawyer. Because I'm telling you. And I'm giving you the heads up. And you're smart enough to be listening to it now to know. And that if you've dealt with New Jersey the way I have, you know that nothing I'm talking about is an exaggeration. And I have case after case after case of persons who would tell you that they've gone through it and experienced it themselves. So with that picture being made, with this state having to deal with this state, and New Jersey's not alone. There are other states just as evil, just as wrongheaded, just as hateful of us out there. But New Jersey just wins the prize, in my view, because it's so terrible. And now it's going to get enhanced, and you got to take a step back, and you got to say to yourself, what can I do about this? And let me tell you, when we come back from the break, I'm going to give you specific advice on things that you can do to protect yourself and strategies that you need to think about so that you can minimize and mitigate the exposure and danger that every gun owner faces in the state of New Jersey and other states that want to trample on our Second Amendment rights and disenfranchise us from our God-given rights to have firearms and weapons and our ability to defend ourselves. For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law. A bright orange gun law Bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. Don't become the innocent victim of a vicious anti-gun legal system. This is the guy you want on your side. Keep his name and number in your wallet and hope you never have to use it. But if you live, work, or travel with a firearm, the deck is already stacked against you. You can find him on the web at evannappen.com or follow the link on the Gun Lawyer resource page. Evan Knappen, America's Gun Lawyer. 
You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen. Available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am a lawyer. I am a lawyer. Hey, okay. Welcome back. I now want to focus on uh, talking about specifics, ideas. What can we do as individuals to protect ourselves in this horrible environment? Now, let me tell you, first of all, knowledge is key. And I appreciate very much all my listeners, and I'm glad to have this voice to be able to help folks to protect themselves. Tell your friends, listen to Gun Lawyer, make sure you subscribe and have them subscribe and listen to these shows so that they can not become law-abiding criminals. In New Jersey, the key issue is just that. It's in New Jersey. So one of the things you need to think about is, is there a way to not have your firearms in New Jersey? Now, many, many people have left New Jersey, and that is, of course, an option to vote with your feet. And New Jersey, there's an exodus out of the state for a multitude of reasons, and not the least of which is the destruction of New Jersey's freedom uh, across the board for the things that we love. But it's not always possible. It's not always feasible for individuals to leave New Jersey as much as individuals would like to. A matter of fact, the polls show that the overwhelming majority of people in New Jersey want to leave New Jersey but can't. Imagine living in a state where the majority of the population doesn't want to be there. Isn't that nice? So you're not alone, but why do people stay? Well, they stay for what I call one of the reasons, golden chains. And that's because New Jersey is a very densely populated state, and because of that, there's a lot of people, and when there's a lot of people, there's a lot of financial transactions. A lot of things being bought and sold, and there's commerce. And because of that, there's gold here. There's money to be made. There's job because of that. It's the golden chains that keep people chained to a state where they'd rather leave and, and live and have freedom, but can't break free. And I get that. And what if you're in that position? What if you're in a position where your dream would be to leave and many people can't wait to retire and get out and do whatever they can, but you can't? What can you do? Well, here's some options for you. You need to look about your your surroundings and realize that New Jersey is bordered by a state that is substantially better than New Jersey, and that's Pennsylvania. And it's possible, and there's other free states as well, but Pennsylvania is without a doubt the closest. And it's possible for you to get a vacation home in Pennsylvania where you can store your firearms, ammunition, etc. Pennsylvania actually has a specific exemption in their gun laws for vacation home. So it's an important option. Of course, you have to be careful that they're safely stored and secured. And, of course, you may worry about their vulnerability, et cetera. And I can tell you that there's a number of ways to address this. First of all, 
other than having an actual place, there are certain facilities that store firearms out of state for a price, you know, rental, etc. Now, I'm not talking about a, a common storage unit area. Many of those places prohibit uh, storage of firearms ammunition. But I'm talking about businesses themselves that are focused on the actual storage of firearms out of state. And there are a number of businesses that do that, and you can explore that as an option. Uh, but even probably one of the best things I've seen is when you have your own place out of state. And if you want to hear about a great place that really is fantastic, like this is how to do it right. If you want to go all out, or you're a gun collector, you have a great big gun collection, and you're worried that you're going to be victimized by New Jersey and have an entire confiscation. Look, I've had cases where 400, 500, 1,000 guns have been seized by major collectors, and it's a nightmare. Well, here's here's something that I know of. Now, this is a place that is for sale. Now, it's going to be coming up for sale in spring. And if anyone's interested in this, personally get a hold of me, and I can get you information on it through it's a, a client that has this. But it's it's in the Poconos. And it's it's a vacation home with a hidden room with six full-size, top-of-the-line gun safes. And it's in a secret room. And you can enjoy the vacation home aspect of it. It could even be rented. And they wouldn't even know that this secret storage area is there. And it's what's great is in the Poconos, it's in one of these gated communities. And the gated community means only people that are supposed to be there go there. And the gated communities have their own security, so it keeps it another level even outside of government. And the storage area is completely concealed, separately alarmed, hardened. It's got five presidential liberty safes and one cannon safe. The place is fully furnished itself with a three-bedroom and two-bathroom and a loft. It's an incredible set up it really is cool and it's the kind of thing that is uh the ultimate for someone who is stuck in new jersey and needs to store their firearms outside of the state i think the asking price is going to be somewhere around two hundred and twenty thousand there about on this but like i said it's going to come up in spring and if anyone is seriously interested Privately contact me, and I can get you privately in touch with the seller of that. But, of course, you can do this yourself. You can get a place. You can find a place. You can make sure things are secure and stored properly. And then what do you want to store? You want to get basically everything out except for what are the minimalist guns to leave in New Jersey. What are the minimalist guns that are the best choices to leave in New Jersey? Well, essentially, you want to still be able, I'm assuming, to have a 
ability to defend yourself. So what firearms should be left? If, if you're able to store everything out of state, number one, if you do that, you want to be incredibly discreet. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to brag about it. You don't want to tell anyone about it. You just want to have them in loose lips sink ships so no one knows. And you keep it as quiet as possible. But what do you keep in state? What minimum guns are some of the best choices? Now, look, I love tactical firearms. I totally love them, and I love all guns. It has to cut or shoot for me to like it, okay? It's that simple. But we're talking here about an idea to minimal, minimize your risk and what goes into that and how if there's a situation, do you avoid the problem and becoming part of the narrative where they can run with certain guns and paint you to be some bad guy or some nut job or some uh, killer or all the extreme things they do. So let's start with your basic self-defense gun. And frankly, in New Jersey, your basic self-defense handgun is best to be a revolver. Now look, I love autos. I love autos, and I'm sure many of you love to shoot autos and are proficient with all the semi-auto pistols, and it's not about a debate as to whether a semi-auto pistol or revolver is better. It's not that classic debate that's gone on for years and years and years. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a strategy. So when you're in New Jersey and you have to defend yourself with a handgun, if you've used a revolver, to do that. And if you have some speed loaders and a revolver, you're going to look a lot better than any semi-auto handgun in terms of the presentation that a state would attempt to make on you. And there are plenty of revolvers that are very effective and have proven very reliability. And there are certain mechanical advantages to a revolver that I'm sure you know. Number one is they can remain loaded. Now, of course, if New Jersey passes safe storage, you're not going to be able to have anything loaded. But they can remain loaded without springs being compressed. They're very easy to operate, and they're less prone to jamming, even though with autos, you know, the there are uh, key ways to clear jams, etc. But revolvers uh, are known to have uh, a strong reliability factor. But it's not about that again. It's not about that debate. It's about what if you defend yourself and have to get in front of a jury defending yourself and what you had was a classic revolver that you did it with. And if your guns are confiscated, the few guns you have in Jersey, and what's taken is a revolver, no one's going to get that hot and bothered about that as they would about all the other bad, evil, intrinsically evil guns that Jersey loves to loves to make out to the public as some kind of danger. I mean, I've seen it where prosecutors insist on the plea going to some prohibited item that is of the current fad, even if the... Uh, plea could have easily gotten done to something else, but they want the fad. 
They want the latest hot thing banned on their trophy list, you see. So they push for these things. Well, revolvers don't fit that, and that's why it's a good choice in the minimalist New Jersey. Additionally, you want to have a rifle? Try to make it a deer rifle of some sort. Lever actions are the best. Get a lever action. They hold a decent amount. They're lever. They're classic hunter gun, hunting look. Nothing tactical, semi-auto, etc. that the state can make out on about it and enhance it and try to scare juries about it. And again, your gun's taken, so you had a deer rifle and a revolver. Okay? Not a standout situation. While all your great stuff is stored safely at a state. The other thing which can't be beat is a pump shotgun. And look, pump shotguns are classic hunting shotguns. And I know there's a lot of great tactical pumps out there, and that's that's cool. But if you're going for a strategy here, a minimalist, then you can have the equivalent of a pump riot gun in the configuration of a pump deer gun, right? A 20-inch barrel deer gun, 20-inch barrel, cylinder bore, nice wood stock, just as effective as a riot gun because it is a riot gun, but it isn't when it's a deer hunting configuration, right? But it does the same job, and again, that's a deer gun used for deer. Legally, you can use it for deer in New Jersey. So maybe you want it as your deer hunting shotgun and your home defense shotgun. But again, minimalist and not making yourself a standout and yet still being able to survive in Jersey's anti-gun environment. These are things to think about. You need to consider this. Think about your situation. What would happen if there was a gun confiscation that occurred to you right now? Right now, the police are at your door and they're going to take all your guns and search your house. What's going to happen to you? Where are you going to end up? You know. You know. You make sure every magazine you own is uh, 10 rounds or less. You have a slingshot you forgot about, <laughs> right? You have some gun that you thought was Jersey legal, but maybe not. You got a... Uh, you got a problem gun on your hand? You got something that maybe they think is a ghost gun, like a muzzle loader that you built from a kit? Oh, you didn't know that was a ghost gun? Yeah, it is. This is what I'm talking about. Think about it. This is not an exaggeration. This is not a drill. This is for real, and you've got a plan now so you don't become turned into a criminal and have your life your family, and your hopes and dreams ruined by New Jersey's anti-gun zealotry agenda and narrative to disenfranchise every gun owner of their Second Amendment rights. This is Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens. Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York.
reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.